Hey, you're listening to the Catalyst Church Podcast, here to incite change through Jesus. Check us out on social media, Catalyst Church NZ. Now, onto this week's message. Alright, part of my message today is called Being Settled. So lovely to see you, Alex. <laughs> you snuck in after. <laughs> um, the scripture I want to share with you is in First Peter, and we'll turn the music off too. 1 Peter 5 verse 10, it says, May the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. And, you know, I have this gift that God has given me in life. And to be honest, it's kind of annoying sometimes because it's an anointing for breakthrough, a gift for breakthrough. And the thing about my my son that you saw here next to me before, he actually has a gift of praise on his life. And I'm going to share with us a bit later on about how praise actually brings the breakthrough. And yet this gift (laughs) that is on my life, it causes me to see the very thing in a person's life that they need to overcome. I might have just met them 30 seconds, never met them before, and boom, this thing is just in my face. I can't unsee it. I don't know why I can see it, but it's just there. (laughs) And it's been quite hard over the years as I have such a love for people. And I can see so clearly the very thing that is holding them back, that stumbling block in their life. And yet if that person isn't ready for change, then it's hard to watch. However, the amazing thing, the honor of walking with people like that as well is sometimes I get the privilege of seeing them experience their breakthrough. You know, to get to the point where they're like, I am free from this thing. It is behind me, (laughs) you know, and those are the type of people. I mean, I love all types of people. I'm not going to go there. (laughs) But in Isaiah 61 verse 1, it says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed and commissioned me to bring good news to the humble and afflicted. He has sent me to bind up the wounds of the brokenhearted, to proclaim release from confinement and condemnation to the physical and spiritual captives. Did you know it's it's possible to be spiritually captive within us and freedom to prisoners, to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord? Who needs to declare God's favor over your life today? And as people of God, we are called not just to come into relationship with Jesus, but to grow and mature in our walk with God. That we do this so that we can become who we are in Christ. So that we can, in turn, set people free. That like the prophet Isaiah, like I just shared with you, we too can be part of healing broken hearts. That we too can turn people's mourning into joy. To turn the disheartened spirits into a life of praise. That God has the power to bring breakthrough to those who feel just bound up and can't even see it. So my question for you today, church, is what do you need breakthrough in? I think we all have areas in our life like that. What is it that you need breakthrough in today? 
I talk to people who don't know God all the time. And I I love them. And I love conversations like that. And I can recall at least six conversations just recently in one week that I have had with people. And you know, the number one question I hear a lot is, who am I? What do I love? Who am I as a person? Like, like what is going on in me? I'm trying to figure that out. Do you know how hard it is for some people to figure that out? And the second thing I hear people say a lot to me, and the funny thing is I don't believe that they're saying it because they believe it necessarily, but almost like they're convinced, they want to be convinced otherwise. And they say either one of two things, yeah, church just isn't my thing, or yeah, God just isn't for me. And, and it's like they're saying, yeah, it's okay for you, but yeah, yeah, that's just not my thing. And I, I often think to myself, you don't even know God. Like, how do you even say that? You don't even know what you're saying no to. And yet the funny thing is, I know that you can't truly find yourself unless you first find God. You can know aspects of who you are, but that, that wow. I don't know how to describe it. Therefore, we have a whole lot of people wandering around this earth, not really knowing who they are because they don't know who their God is. And yet here I am feeling like I have all the answers for people sometimes, whether it be the fact that I I can so clearly see this stumbling block that is holding them back in life or, or this massive thing being the fact that God is actually real and they don't even know it yet. So yeah, it can get a little frustrating sometimes when you love people so much. And so who I am and who is God become the number one questions in any human heart, whether they realize it yet or not. And without the answers, people feel so unsettled. And this is one of the many conversations I've had recently, but I was having a conversation with someone just very dear to me recently. And he just, out of the blue, he says, I hate what I do. And I said, well, find something that you'd love to do then. And they said, well, that won't pay the bills. And, I was, and, and so I said, well, what do you love? And he said, I, I actually love youth. And it was like this conversation I was having with him. It was like, I actually just love youth. It's like he's never even verbalized it before or, or been aware of it. And I said, well, work for youth then. And he said, are there jobs with youth that pay? And I said, yes, you're talking to the right person. I did it for 16 years and it's one of my greatest passions. And, and the cool thing was that it just opened up an amazing conversation about how God places desires within our lives and we don't feel fulfilled until we're actually living out who we're called to be. And so I said, hey, why don't you stay at your job that pays well and go volunteer for youth? You'll feel way more fulfilled doing that. 
And he laughed at me. He said, I ain't got time for that. (laughs) But can I be bold enough to say that doing what we love is a form of obedience to God? And he places those desires within you. You have the power to to take a hold of them and to, to walk in them. And the longer we fight it, the further we are running away from who we are. And I believe God is speaking to us here this morning about areas in your life where you just need to feel more settled. That it's time to feel settled in life. Who knows, they've been through a crazy season that has felt so unsettling. You're thinking, how did the world come to this? I can't leave my house. What has happened? 1 Peter 5 verse 10, But may the God of all grace, who called us to His eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. See, God wants to perfect our lives. He wants to establish you. He wants to strengthen you, and He wants to settle you. It's amazing what happens when we choose to remove those stumbling blocks in our life when we just get a little freer. Who's gone for a run before? Yeah, we, <laughs> whilst wearing a, a compression shirt with weights in it. Yeah, of course you have. That's my brother-in-law right there. This thing. This thing is so heavy. You'll have to come and try it soon. And I can tell you, see, it almost got the chair to fall over. But it, it makes running so much harder. Scrap that. It makes walking around the house so much harder. I have tried putting that on for fun at home. When you're not around, it's, it's hard to even put it on. But God wants you to get rid of the weights. He wants you to feel light and free to run. And I, I, I challenge you while you're sitting there, I believe God, He will speak to you if you're open to it. He will highlight areas in your life, maybe, because I just know, I know this is a word from the Lord, that maybe certain situations have happened in your world, even people and relationships that you have in your world that has just had you feeling unsettled and they've just felt like this weight that you just like need to get it resolved or or, or get it sorted or, or get rid of it. Well, today, God wants to settle these areas. Maybe you're listening on the podcast or here in this room. God is going to show up for us this morning. I've already felt the presence of God many times being here in worship. God wants to be a part of every area of our lives. He wants to bring us to a place where we feel at peace where we are fulfilled in every area. We are receiving blessing. Heck, we are receiving His favor every single day. That just this past year, God has taken me on a journey 
of realigning my life with things that I truly love to do. And as a result, I have experienced his blessing being poured out upon my life. And sometimes it can just take one moment of realization. Sometimes we actually have to like go, you know what? I'm going to have to take that risk. I've been thinking about it for too long and I'm just going to step out and do it. Sometimes it's about one conversation with a friend or with God. Sometimes we just need to settle things with God and just get in partnership with Him. Maybe just a few changes made has the power to bring breakthrough in your life. There's areas in our life that can feel unsettled at times. And like I've said a few times already, that God wants to perfect those areas. He wants to establish us, strengthen us, settle us. This is God's process of maturing in Him, that we come to a point where we are now, we're fully settled. And this is how I believe we're going to get there how we can feel settled in life. Point number one, God wants to perfect you. And so I brought some props here this morning. Yes, I do know what this is. I don't use it very often. In fact, my husband uses it way more than me. And it's an iron. And God wants to iron out the creases in our life. Um, And he does that with his truth. He does that with his word. He does that. Where is my Bible? It's all on the iPad. And I, yeah, yeah. Um, he does that with the Bible. And Ephesians 5, verse 26 and 27, to make us holy and pure, cleansing us through the showering of the pure water of the word of God. All that he does in us is designed to make us a mature church for his pleasure until we become a source of praise to him, glorious and radiant, beautiful and holy without fault or flaw. How do we allow God to perfect us? We spend time in his word. We meditate in his word. We respond to his word and we actually do what it says. We read his word in power by receiving revelation. I cannot tell you how many times I have opened up the word of God and maybe someone has said something horrible to me that day that does not line up with who I am. Maybe I've gone through a very hard situation and I'm thinking, I do not know how to handle this situation right now, Lord. What do I do? And that day that I open up the word of God and the words, I kid you not, they jump out of the page at me and they penetrate my spirit. And it's like, whoa, I needed to hear that today. And then it's like God the Father saying, I do not agree with what that person said. This is who you are, Bianca. Sometimes a situation has happened and it's like, it gives me the answer on how to handle it. And I'm like, whoa, Thank you, God. Sorry, my uh, iPad has just turned off on me. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That enlightened word that penetrates our heart, 
our mind, our spirit. We become perfected as we cleanse our minds and our hearts with his words more than our own. God knows. He knows. Psalm 19 verse 7, Yahweh's word is perfect in every way. It revives our souls. Yahweh's laws lead us to truth and his ways change the simple into wise. (laughs) I definitely feel like that sometimes. Matthew 5 verse 8, since you are children of a perfect father in heaven, become perfect like him. You know, we're not God, but we are his children and we are called to be like Christ. Psalm 37 verse 5, give God the right to direct your life. And as you trust him along the way, you'll find he pulled it off perfectly. (laughs) That should be up on our house, in our house. There is a level of trust that we need to have in God that he knows better than we know. And as a result, we are obedient to his words. Number two. God wants to establish you. God wants you to be in a position where you are able to grow. And he can do that when you become firmly established. We become established when we make a commitment to plant ourselves. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. It's too hard to keep walking away. (laughs) In good soil, to plant ourselves in good soil. To me, that looks a little bit like this plant. That when I think about being planted and firmly established, I think of the church. And honestly, one of the most beautiful places to be is in the house of the Lord. And I love, I love how we do church in our home each week. I know we're doing pop-up this week and, and, and we'll do, you know, them more frequently as the time goes on. But it was very strategic, us starting church in our home because we believe that this generation need to feel at home in God's church. And it was important for us as a church to ensure that we had the spirit of that in this place, that people would feel at home when they come to church, that God wants you to feel at home in the house of the Lord. He wants you surrounded by great friends who are wise and love the Lord. This is so you can grow and so you can turn um, and help others to grow too. In turn, help others to grow too. And I mean, check out this plant, for instance. What does it need to grow? Plants are incredibly sensitive. I cannot have sensitive plants in my house because they do die. (laughs) More than happy to have sensitive people in my church. I feel like I can look after them. (laughs) It needs water to survive. And he gives us living water through his word like we just talked about. It needs good soil so that we can get established and dig our roots into something that is good, like the church that, and, and plants. They need, they need the right environment with enough light coming in. 
You know, the light has to be able to come in and, and help it to grow. How much light do you have surrounding you in your life, church? Throughout your week, throughout your day. Surround yourself with other men and women of God who carry light, who can teach you about the Lord, who can encourage you in your walk with God. If you are doing these things, you will most definitely grow. You grow when you make that decision to dig your roots in deep. When we are established, something happens on the inside of us and it reflects how we act on the outside. And it's because we feel at home, we feel safe, we feel settled. And when that happens, you begin to grow. The light um, that is on your life shines so bright to the point that you begin to rub off onto all those that are around you, your family around you. And as a result, others grow too. Psalm 92, verse 13 to 15, those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. Number three, God wants to strengthen you. And I have brought a rope here this morning. (laughs) How do we become strong? We all go through hard times in life, but we aren't meant to do it alone. When you are established, it means you you have family all around you to help you get through. When you make choices to get established, things will come your way. They will. They will try and take you down. But because you are so solidly planted, when you dig your roots in deep, you are now immovable. And so the important thing is just to stick it out, to lean on the family that God has placed around you. And in the perseverance, In the perseverance, you will become strengthened. You will get through. And I'm telling you, it won't be easy. You might get tired. You might feel like quitting. You might lose all hope and faith and confidence in yourself. But it's during times like that where we need each other the most. I can't tell you how many times my closest friends and even my family have had to remind me that Bianca, you are called to pastor a church. That how many times that they have had to remind me, yes, Bianca, you are a great mother. That I am like, and they've had to remind me of the journey that I've come from and the decisions that I've made. Bianca, you are on the right track. It's important to know that we aren't doing things alone. You know, when we're in seasons like that, we don't even know that we need encouragement. That's why it's important to to get rooted in before the fact. (laughs) And then you can't move. 
move, you know. When you are planted in good soil, you have the protection of others all around you. But most of all, you have God's protection. And you are in a position now where you are doing life in partnership with God. Wow. When you can position yourself like that, watch. I dare you, watch what God will do with your life. My wedding scripture is found in Ecclesiastes 4 verse 12. Though one may be overpowered by another, but two can withstand him and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Meaning having another at your side is paramount. But the third cord is God. Meaning me, people, and God. Meaning me, my husband, and God. Meaning my husband and I, my kids, and God. Meaning me, my church, and God. And together with God, we become strong. Together we can conquer anything. I actually believe there's someone even in this room right now, and you're thinking, my goodness, I cannot go through that season of life again. And I just want to say to you that you are forgetting that you have some family around you right now, that life looks a lot different. I don't know who you are, but, but life is different right now and you are going to come out the other end you are going to be stronger like you've ever been before there is strength in numbers there is strength in having another at your side who's got your back your family will get you through the family of God will get you through God will be your strength first Thessalonians 5 verse 11 therefore encourage one another And build one another up just as you are doing. This is how God strengthens us. By encouraging one another. Get rid of the weights that are holding you down in life. Be strong. Let's run hard together. I'm keen. I'm here, ready, waiting. Anyone that wants to run with me, let's do it. (laughs) Number four, God wants to settle you. And I wanted to share with you my wedding ring. You know, my life became so settled when I married my husband. And a security comes with that. Knowing someone wants to spend the rest of their life with you. When you feel settled, often you can see your future. It's like all these possibilities open up to you. Like, poof. Well, when I gave my husband's ring to him on our wedding day and when he gave me mine, there was this sense of ownership and peace that consumed me. And feeling settled and feeling committed, feeling like you have come to a point of decision and devotion feels a lot like peace. And Psalm 29 verse 11 says, The Lord gives his people strength. The Lord blesses them with peace. Did you know that often peace can't reside if we have some unanswered questions within us? 
And the Bible says that unity commands a, the blessing of God. But there isn't unity, there isn't harmony if there's no agreement. However, when you can come to a point of agreement or decision, then the peace comes. And the definition of being settled in the dictionary is to accept or agree to, to begin to feel comfortable or established in a new situation. And sometimes we just need to chat to someone enough until we find that point of agreement. Sometimes the battle is actually within our own minds. And we just need to make a decision about something. Sometimes we don't know what decision that we want to make and it's more about learning and seeking out that right answer. But the point is there are areas in our life that need resolution. We need to feel fully settled in our life and in or in an area in our life. And when we do it, it's then that the peace of God will come. And wow, how life changes when that peace comes flooding in. And so I want to ask you today, how, how is your relationship with God right now? It's okay to have been a Christian for 20 years and still have some question marks in your relationship with God. It doesn't mean you're necessarily questioning God, but maybe you're questioning a, an area of belief about God. What about the church? Do you understand why we even have church? Why being established in God's house is just so beautiful and so essential? What about your marriage or your family? Do you have any concerns there? What goes on in those deep, dark thoughts of yours? Do you really think that God can't bring a breakthrough in any area that you bring to Him? What about your career? How's your job going? Are you feeling fulfilled? Do you love what you do? Do you feel like you are where God wants you to be? In fact, what about your life? How is your life going? Are you struggling with any addictions or patterns that can't, you just can't seem to get out of? Do you get depressed when no one sees you? Are you tired and just fed up? And I'm believing God that stuff is coming to mind for you right now. And I encourage you, don't disregard it. Write them down before you leave this place today. However, soon we are going to sing a song. And like I said at the beginning, we are going to praise, bring praise to our God because praise has the power to bring breakthrough in our life. And I know I've given you many keys here today on how to get settled in life. But at the same time, I believe in one instant, by the power of His Holy Spirit, He can change your circumstance in an instant. He can provide you with every answer and every resource that you need. And this altar, the reason we have an altar call up here, it's holy. 
And it's a place where we can just bring the stuff in our lives to the feet of Jesus and he will supernaturally take them away. I know because it's happened for me time and time and time and time and time and time again. So whatever it is that you're wanting to feel settled in today, in a moment I'm going to get us to stand to our feet. We're going to play that video that we did at the beginning. And we're just going to um, bring those areas of breakthrough that we want to bring to God today. We're going to sing together. We're going to think about those things. We're going to think about bringing them to the feet of Jesus. And we're saying here, Lord, they're yours. Take them from me. They're yours today. And if you want, you are welcome to come up here on the altar. If you want to stay at your seat and just raise your hands and sing this song. But either way, I want you to have a moment with God right now. And so, God, I just know that you're going to move in this place. In Jesus' name. Cool. We'll pray that praise song.
right now here in this place. What a great message that was by Bianca. I tell you what, there's, there's stuff in there, there's keys in that you're going to need to listen to again. And I encourage you to, to go online and to check out the podcast. But the, the main thing that we want to do right now is whether you're here in this room or whether you have never met Jesus and you're listening to this later on, I want to give an invitation. An invitation that if you don't know God, that you can come to know Him. The Bible says that every single one of us have sinned and fall short of what it is to be in that perfect place with God. In fact, the Bible says that that sin separates us from God and and, and it gives us death. We earn death by that. But Jesus came and lived a perfect life and died on the cross and rose again to pay the price of that sin so that we could come into right relationship with God. And Romans 10, 9 says this, that if you would confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord and that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. And so I want to invite every person right now to close their eyes and have a moment of personal reflection. Maybe you're listening later on. I want you to have a moment of personal reflection and say, where do I stand before God today? And maybe today you fit into one of these categories. Maybe you're here today and you've never met God. You've never had an opportunity or a relationship with God. And today you'd say, Andy, I want to get right with God. In a moment, I'm going to give you an opportunity to pray a prayer. And by praying this prayer, it is a prayer of committing your life to God, to asking Him to forgive you of sin and saying, you know what, today I want to choose you. Or maybe you're here today and you made a decision like that at some point in time in your life. Maybe you're young. Maybe you're a teenager. Maybe you're younger, whatever it is. And for whatever reason, the, the, the situations of life, you've walked away. But today you're saying, you know what, today, Andy, I want to come back. I want to come back. Today you pray this prayer as well. Or maybe today you just do not know where you stand before God. And you would say to me, Andy, I want to know. I want to be sure then in a moment when we pray this prayer, you make it your prayer. The whole church here, we're going to pray this together. I'm going to say a line and everyone's going to repeat it after. But if you fit into any one of those three categories where you've either never given your life to God before, maybe you once have, you've gone away, but you want to come back today. Or today you're saying, you know what, I don't know where I stand before God, but today I want to be sure that you make this your prayer. You make this your prayer. And so everyone, church today, let's pray this together. Say, Dear Jesus, I come to you today and I give you my life. God, I'm sorry for every wrong thing that I've done. And I thank you that Jesus, you paid the price so that I could be forgiven. Today I choose you to be my Lord and to be my Savior. I thank you that I'm now a child of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Awesome. (laughs) The Bible says there's a massive celebration that goes on in heaven. If you prayed that prayer in a moment, we're going to open up this front space here for anyone to receive prayer. And if you prayed that prayer, you can come up, speak to us. We've got a table over there that talks about following Jesus. We've got Bibles that we want to give to you. We want to encourage you in the next steps, pray with you for anything that you need to do. So if you prayed that prayer, come forward. But today, maybe something spoke to you on the message that Bianca shared today. I know that it was an incredible message. Or maybe you have another area.
area in your life that you just want prayer for, for whatever reason, we're going to open up this front altar here. And this is a space where God can come and do business. And we're going to spend the next few moments of the service before we finish up today. And if you have any area that you want prayer, I want to encourage you and I want to invite you to come up. I would love to pray with you and agree with you. You know, just that thing of being supported in a family, that's what we do with people as we face situations in life. We stand with you and we, we're here with you to help you weather the storms, to help you weather the, 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 the times that are tough, the times that are not going well for you for whatever reason and agree that God would move and together we're going to believe for that. And so, Father, I thank you for today. I thank you for that word. And God, today, I thank you that you are here in this place, that you love us. I want to say before we finish up, that actually God loves every single one of us here in this place, no matter what we've done, no matter where we are on this journey called life, that wherever we are, there is nothing that we have done that makes God love us any less. He accepts you just as you are today. And He loves you so much that He doesn't want to leave you where you are today. He wants to bring you forward in the plans and purposes that He has. The Bible speaks so clearly that you have a great plan and a future found in Jesus. And He loves you so much that He doesn't want to leave you without hope. And so, Father, we thank You for that. We thank You for Your presence and for Your anointing here today. In Jesus' name. You know, today, if you want prayer, I want to invite you to come out out of your seat. We are going to open up the coffee machine shortly, and it's going to be cool. But if you want prayer for any area in your life, or you want to respond to that message this morning, because something that Bianca spoke, spoke to your heart, why don't you come up right now? And we're just going to allow the worship to come. And if you want to just stay in your seat, you're welcome to do that. But if you want prayer for anything, you just come up the front, and we're going to just allow just a few moments for the Spirit of God to come in this place. And so that's you. Just come up now. Father, we thank you for your presence and your anointing that's here right now, Jesus, that you're touching lives, you're transforming lives. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Have your way in this place. Thank you, Jesus. So if you want prayer, you can come forward. Otherwise, we're just going to just have a little time of just reflection. Thank you, Jesus.